Welcome, everyone, to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, and I am the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, it goes without saying, from the 118th Psalm and 24th verse, today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad and rejoice in it. Traveling Pulpit family, you know, it is such a wonderful day to be in the Lord So much so that things are happening so that he is making it more accessible for you to get to know him. Because all you have to do is reach out to him and he'll reach back. Why do you have to reach out to him? Because he's already made the first move. He's already sacrificed his life for yours. So he made the first move. Your move in getting to know him to build a relationship with him is not your first move. His first move has already been made. What will your second move be? The reason why I say that is your second move, your second move, because your first move is to serve the world. That's your first move. You have been serving the world for so long that you believe everything in this world is going to stick around and stay. That's your first move. Well, I want to let you know, traveling pulpit family, those who are still serving the world, that that worldly move that you make is a wrong one. It's a wrong move. The right move is to serve Christ. So with that first move already having been made, set that aside and make your second move. Turn from your wicked ways and get to know Christ. Build that relationship with him. Because he made the first move to Build a relationship with you. He's holding out his hand and all he wants you to do is accept it. You know something, traveling pulpit family, we we have this thing in our world. It's called culture. We put our culture before we before we do Christ. You know, some of us feel like because of uh, the the nature of upon which we have our belief that what we believe is better than someone else. Uh, The color of our skin makes us more inferior um, or I mean, not inferior, more superior. The, the smartness, I would, I guess, I guess, or intelligence makes us better than anyone. Our, Ability to run makes us better. There are so many things that we put in front of Christ to make ourselves look better before everyone in the world. It's sickening. Christ did not put anyone in front of him except the one who needed to be in front of him. And that was his father, the creator. And everything he did, he did in the name of the father. But everything we do, we do in the name of culture. My culture, this, my culture, that my people did this. My people made that. I don't give a damn what your people did. What did Christ do for you? He died for you. He died for your sin, sick, sick soul. He died for mine. So I'm grateful that he has not given me the ability to want to promote my culture. I don't have a culture. I have a Christ. 
That is who I serve. I could care less what ancestors had done, what, what, what people had done before me, what was done in the place of me was my sin was taken away from me and I was given the right to the tree of life. So I could care less what ancestors have done. I could care less what sacrifices were made because those sacrifices do not compare to the sacrifice of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So it doesn't matter what was done in the past. What matters to me, what was done for eternity, what was done for my salvation. Because only what Christ did for me will last. Whatever the ancestors did that they had to do, whatever they endured that they had to endure, it goes with them. I don't have nothing to do with that. I was not here when that happened. I could care less that it happened. Because it did happen, but the point, the bottom line that I'm trying to make, Traveling Pulpit family, is Christ died for my sin-sick soul. And I'm so grateful that he did. I'm so grateful that he did. Because the only thing that matters is him. His coming, his crucifixion, his burial, and his resurrection, that's all that matters to me. I'm so grateful that I did not grow up in a household of culture. I'm so grateful for that. I grew up in a household of Christ. I grew up in a household where my eyes were on God at the age of two. Not understanding about where my eyes were, but understanding that, that who was teaching me about him, wasn't teaching me about what ancestors did. It doesn't matter. I was taught what Christ did and what Christ did is what matters most. But we live in a world where Christ is the opponent to culture. My culture, this, my culture, that. And as I said before, and I say again, I'll say again. It doesn't matter what your culture is because one day all that culture stuff is going to go out the window and you're going to have to stand before a Christ. You're going to have to stand before the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and you're going to have to tell him why your culture matters more than his salvation. That's what you're going to have to do. When Christ was on the earth, he obliterated the culture. He obliterated it. That's why people could not stand him because he was breaking generational curses. He was breaking the generational cycles. And, and once he broke them after he was crucified, after he was buried and after he was resurrected and, and lifted back up into the heavenly realm where he currently presides with the father now waiting on the father's permission to come and get his children. What happened after that? People went back to their cultures. They went back to their cultures. But while he was here traveling pulpit family, Jesus met a woman. He met a woman from Samaria and purposely sending off his disciples over in John for Jesus met a woman. It was about the sixth hour and the woman of Samaria 
came to draw water from the well. And Jesus said to her, give me a drink. Because the disciples, Jesus, again, as I said, he sent them away. He sent them away to buy food, sent them into the city. And the Samaritan woman looked up at Jesus and seeing who he is, not knowing who he is. See, this is what culture does to us. Culture makes us see the difference. But knowing Christ is the difference. The woman saw Jesus and she said to him, how is it that you, a Jew, ask me for a drink? A woman of Samaria. Culture. Culture. How is it that you in your culture, believing that you're more high and mighty than me in my culture, Ask me for anything. You got some nerve. Isn't that how we do one another? Isn't that how we treat one another because of our culture? Yeah, I may be black and I am an American. But I don't treat no one no different because I am black and I am American. I I could care less who you are. You're my brother and you're my sister. And I can care less. Because you are a child of God. You are the one Christ died for. It makes no matter to me. It makes no difference to me what you look like. I love you because of who you are. Not because of your culture or even what you believe. Because here's the thing. If I love you, I love you past all of your sins. Just like Christ loved me past all of my sins. And I leave the opportunity there for you to subdue your culture so that you can come to Christ on your own. You're not coming to me. I'm going to love you and keep moving. But when you come to Christ, he's going to love you and hold you right where you are. Because I'm not Christ. I'm just someone who loves you because of who you are. The woman says, for Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Now, real quick, traveling pulpit family, the Samaritans were Jews that were infiltrated by the Assyrians in northern Israel. When the Assyrians infiltrated northern Israel and rather than taking them out like Nebuchadnezzar did, the Assyrians settled in northern Israel and mixed blood DNA, Assyrian DNA with um, Jewish DNA, and they became Samaritans. So the Southern Jews wrote off the Northern Jews. They wouldn't have anything to do with them because of their culture, because of their difference, because of their skin color. They didn't have more, they didn't they didn't want to have anything else to do with the with the cousins that were once brothers and sisters. Now they are just now they're just distant relatives to us. That we want nothing to do with. The southern Jews wrote off the northern Jews. Simply because they were were taken over by the Assyrians. And Jesus answered her and he said, if you knew 
the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Traveling Pulpit family, I want you to understand that this podcast is nothing but living water. This podcast does not care who you are. This podcast does not care what 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 condition your soul is in. This podcast cares that you get right in your soul so that you can meet with the Savior, so that you can have a right to the tree of life. That's why this podcast exists. This is the podcast of living water and you have the right to the tree of life and you have the opportunity to drink from it. Not because of your culture, not because of how you were raised, not not because your culture builds cabinets or your culture builds houses or your culture, uh, 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 you know, can 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 uh, decide how far the sun is from the moon. No, this podcast exists as the living well that you can drink from and you can have forever that living water, that's what this podcast represents. This podcast represents none other than Christ himself. Any other way, this podcast does not exist. You understand me, Traveling Pulpit family? Any other way, this podcast does not exist, but it exists because of Christ. And I want to tell you something right now, Traveling Pulpit family. If your culture means more to you than Christ himself does, then Christ means nothing to you. That's it. If your culture means more to you, if being black or being white, being Mexican, being Asian, if your culture means more to you than the very sacrifice of Christ for your sin, sick, sin filled lives, then Christ means nothing to you and you're dead where you stand. The woman said to him, sir. You have nothing to draw water with and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? She also goes on to say, are you greater than our father, Jacob? Then she gives Jesus a history lesson. Check this out. She's giving the word a history lesson. She said, are you greater than our father, Jacob? He gave us this well and drank from it himself as did his sons and his livestock. She gave the word a history lesson. How about that traveling pulpit family? Can you imagine that someone giving Jesus a history lesson? He is history because it is his story. Amen, traveling pulpit family. Jesus said to her, everyone who drinks of this water, meaning this well that Jacob drew, will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. You see why this podcast is a Christ-backed, Christ-centered podcast? This is the well, family, that you need to drink from so that you will never be thirsty again. This is the way to building that relationship with Christ. It is the only way, and Christ is the only way. It does not matter your culture. It does not matter your color. What matters is this is the well. 
This is the Living Water Podcast where you can draw from. This is the Relationship Beginning Podcast that only you can start. I'm doing my part in bringing you the invitation. Now it's time for you to do your part and accept it. Oh, Traveling Pulpit family, there is so much I want to say today. But you know what? We're going to have to wait another time. Because this is God's word. This is his word. We cannot tell history about history. But he can tell his story to us through history. Oh, you're not listening to me, traveling pulpit family. We cannot tell history to history. But he can tell his story to us through history. Hallelujah. Man, traveling pulpit family, you know what? A day is coming. A day is coming when we're going to rejoice together, y'all. Oh boy, a day is coming when we're going to rejoice. We can't rejoice now because we're going through something, but we're going through it together. We're going through it because of what happened in the garden. And you know, I say on this podcast all the time, what happened in the garden is the cause to the effect that we're living in today. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. It does not have to be that way. Because today, Traveling Pulpit family, is your invitation. Will you, will you accept it? Will you accept the invitation to Christ? You know, that, that invitation to Christ is such a simple one. And when he gave it through the Apostle Paul, he meant every word of it. The Apostle Paul was one who was once Killer Saul. And Killer Saul stood by his culture. Oh, Killer Saul stood by his beliefs. No one is going to destroy his culture. No one is going to, to take away what his ancestors had already built for him. He was going to live in the ancestors' ruins. He was going to protect the ancestors' legacies. But here's the thing. When Jesus got a hold of him, he, that culture, none of that mattered anymore. All that mattered is Christ. That's all that mattered to him. That culture took a hike. Nothing those ancestors had done was for his benefit. But everything Christ had did for him is his benefit. That's why I say traveling pulpit family, forget everything the ancestors had done. I could care less. All the the, the things that 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 we're supposed to have, we were going to have that anyway. All the rights that, that, that people were supposed to have, they were going to have that anyway. They were because Christ was going to see to it that we had everything we need. Does he not see to it that we have everything we need right now? Does he not provide for us? Does he not fill us? Look at the birds, he says. The birds neither Worry about this, neither worry about that. But the father loves the birds so much that he feeds them. And how does he feed them? By your hand. That's how. So he's feeding the birds, but he loves the birds. He loves you more than he loves the birds. So how much more will he do for you as he's doing for the birds? But see, culture also brings foolishness, foolishness of thought and foolishness of action. Over in uh, Nash, 
National Public Radio on their website. I read one day last week that there were 838 hate groups in the United States in the year 2020. Oh, boy, I tell you, that's a lot of culture. That's a lot of culture. People always want to jump out and they want to parade around with their culture. My people did this. My people did that. You know something? Sometimes you just have to say to yourself, my people didn't do a damn thing. Christ did everything for me and he's doing everything for me now as he was doing it through them back then. It's just through history. People use that as a weapon against other people throughout history. But I can tell you by reading the Bible, the Lord, our Savior, is telling us his story through history. If you'll only read it. Saul understood that. And when he finally got a hold of it, he was transformed into the man that we know as the Apostle Paul, the man who wrote most of the New Testament books and also the man who wrote Romans 10, 9, which says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the beginning right there. That is the beginning right there. There is nothing said about your culture. There is nothing said about your ancestors. There is nothing said about anything that has anything to do with our sin, sick, sin filled lives. It has everything to do with Christ. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God, his father raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And culture has nothing to do with it because it's all about Christ. Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you so much once again for allowing me the opportunity to come and share the word of the gospel with you. If only some would receive it. If only one would receive it. Christ has done his purpose. Remember, I'm not the one you need to answer to. Christ is. I'm the vessel chosen to be obedient to deliver the message. Let's get out of here, traveling pulpit family. Let's have a wonderful week in the Lord, regardless of what we see on the news, regardless what we hear on the radio, and regardless of what happens out in the streets. Let us keep our eyes focused on the Lord. And I am so certain if it is his will, you're going to see me on Wednesday with the word on Instagram live through the traveling pulpit um, app or or section within Instagram. And if it is the Lord's will, we'll be right back here on next week with another episode of the traveling pulpit podcast. So for the traveling pulpit podcast, I am Vernon Sheridan and I am the man with the unscripted voice saying to you how much I love you, not because of what you are, but because of who you are. May the Lord bless you and keep you and may his angels smile down upon you and may the Holy Spirit protect you through this week. God bless. We'll talk soon. Bye for now.